Life is an epic journey. Live it unleashed. Hey, fellow journeyers, Jeremy here. Welcome back to the Living Unleashed podcast. You know, life is an epic journey, and we want to discover and live this life unleashed. Because God offers us a passionate life, then this life is defined by hope, filled with joy, marked by peace, and walks in freedom. Hey, it's so good to be back with you here on a Monday after having a week of being away from the mic because of a dental issue. I want to say a big thank you to my daughter, Brianna, who brought last Monday's episode, uh, was my voice for me. And uh, the next four days of the week, my dad, Brad Henson, he took care of the uh, uh, being my voice for those four days. And I really appreciate them stepping up as I was totally and completely incapable of uh, uh, being on the mic. And so I'm so glad to be here today as uh, we bring you um, this episode of the Living Unleashed podcast. And I'm so thankful and grateful for those who could step in and help this thing continue and uh, so that we didn't have to take a week off. So thanks again to them, and let's jump right in. We've been journeying with Luke, and today we are in uh, the book of Acts, uh, Acts chapter 5. And there's a lot going on here, and uh, we could really work through some different pieces and components. And uh, But there's one, I'm, I'm really going to hone in on one verse, uh, just one verse. And the reason I want to do that is because it really helps to get at the heart of what Living Unleashed is about and why uh, why why I'm so passionate about doing this and, and, and bringing this uh, before you. And that uh, verse is in Acts chapter 5, verse 20. Now here in Acts chapter 5, we find the apostles have been jailed uh, because of the message they're, um, they're bringing, uh, but an angel comes and frees the apostles. And this is the message that that angel relays to them from the Lord. He says, go, stand in the temple courts, he said, and tell the people all about this new life. Man, I love that. I love that way of saying it. That he, tell them all about this way of life, this new life. And why is that important? Well, one of the great things here in the first few chapters of Acts is we don't have official words and terms for things yet. I mean, it talks about this in, in this place, Luke refers to it because the angel says, Go tell them about this new life, this way of life. In another place, we find that the this movement, early movement of the church is called the way. It's actually not until Acts chapter 11, verse 26, that actually states for us that the, 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 these followers of Jesus were first called Christians at Antioch. And so for these first 10 or 11 chapters of Acts, we don't have this, this title, this name for Christians. And I think that's a great thing. One thing that we learn from the word from from the angel's words here, where it says, you know, go tell them about this new life, and the um, uh, the re- reference to the followers of Jesus called the way, is both of them are about a way of living. Both of them are action, and that's that's really good because see, once we get settled words, we. Uh, um, have a tendency then to put them into our systematic theologies. We have a tendency to begin to try to define them, and they take on, oftentimes, the way we end up defining them and using them isn't really even a biblical definition anymore. In other words, it's not the way it was used. We start trying to explain them to such an extent that we actually 
change them. And because they begin to have such a churchy and theological definition, um, they, they start to be separated from our real lives, from having an impact on who we really are and how we live from day to day. I mean, how you just don't use theological language, um, systematic theology language in your everyday conversations. It's just not, unless you're talking specifically, like maybe in a Bible study or something, but in your everyday conversations, when you're talking about your to-do list and paying bills and going to work and fixing the hot water heater and mowing the yard and doing the dishes and getting supper on the table and getting the kids their baths and, and, and in bed and all those kinds of things, you don't talk about life through the terms that we have shoved over into this context that we call theolo- um, um, systematic theology. And, and because of that, many of those words have really lost their relevance. It's not that they don't speak of things that are really relevant to our lives, but because of how we have used the words, how we have formed them, how we've defined them, and how we structured it, we, we really have, have separated them, divided them off from real life. And what I like about how here in the in Acts chapter five, we don't have any of that language. We don't have any of that verbiage yet, and it just it they're they're told just go tell all the people about this new life. Go tell everybody about this way of life. Um, you know, just go tell them because Jesus changes our life. You see, coming to Christ, using the words like salvation and coming being saved or being justified or all those other words that try to describe for us a new reality, which are very important words. They try to describe very important things, but we tend to take that away from what it really means about life. And what the angel tells them to, to proclaim is to proclaim that there's a new way of living. There's a new way of life. There's a new way to go about our day-to-day living. And, and the, the life that we're offered is a life that I've come to call living unleashed. It it is a life that is defined by hope, filled with joy, marked by peace, and walks in freedom. That that is the life we are offered. We're not offered a home in the sweet by and by. Now, it has eternal consequences of what God is going to do in the new creation and how we're going to be with Him forever, and that is awesome stuff. But it also has to do with right this second. It has to do with how I decide to conduct myself and engage in my surroundings, engage with people around me, engage in my own thinking, and that it is to be in ways that glorify Christ and and, and trust Him. So I'm supposed to, you know, if you look there in uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, it says, Be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. If I want to know what this new life looks like, I want to rejoice always, give thanks in all, uh, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. I mean, there's three right there. When I talk about what is this new life, that begins to shape my life in a new and different way. Therefore, salvation is not about adopting a new way of believing or a new systematic theology. It's about accepting the lordship of Jesus Christ in my life that is going to change the very way that I live. And and here's the thing. If we 
need salvation, and we do, then what is implied by that is we need to be living in a different way, that there are things in our life that are out of sync, that are not just not just out of sync, that's, that's stating it way too simply, that's an outright rebellion to who God has created us to be, how he's created us to live, and, and what it means to be created in the image of God. And we have to receive that and say there's a new way to live. But this new way to live isn't simply about getting rid of sin, uh, as we tend to um, frame that, although it is, but it's also about adopting this new way of approaching life and thinking. This, you know, Paul talks about be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's a different way of looking at the world around us, seeing it through the eyes of God, where we can rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. We want to live unleashed, and I want you to know about this new life. I want you to know about this way of living, this living unleashed, that is so radically powerful to transform and change our life. Jesus didn't die so just so you could become a member of a church. Jesus didn't die just so you could get a new systematic theology. Jesus didn't die so you could just become the member of some organization. Jesus died so that you could experience life. I have come, he says, that you might have life and have it to the full. John also says in John chapter 1, verses 4, in him was life, and that life was the light of all of us, of all humankind. That is awesome. Jesus came that you and I can have life. I love this verse. I love this verse. Acts 5, 20. Go tell all the people about this new life. I want you to live unleashed. I am so glad that you're joining with this podcast. This podcast is not just about Bible study. It is about digging into the Word of God and seeing how God wants us to live this awesome new living unleashed life that you can. It is a reality. You can, in the power of the Holy Spirit, have this life. Notice that. I've got to make this point real quick. I meant to make it a little earlier. But notice, the disciples don't start living this new life until the Holy Spirit comes upon them. Peter failed miserably at the end of Luke's gospel when he did not stand with Jesus. He cowered. But by Acts chapter 2, Peter is standing boldly proclaiming this new life because he's found it. And so see, you and I don't just pull ourselves up by the bootstraps to live a new life, but it is found in the power of the Holy Spirit. So this is all very possible. It's possible because it's not up to you, but it's up to you to depend on the Holy Spirit. It's up to you to humbly submit your life to to, to Jesus, simply to hear what he says, do what he says, and trust that you will experience this new life that he offers when you're obedient. And that is awesome. That is awesome. I want you to live unleashed. I'm so glad that you are joining us in this this, uh, ongoing journey together, because as we journey deeper together, we can all live unleashed together. So go share. I, I invite you. Go tell all your friends today about this new life, this way of life that you're discovering as you soak in God's word, as you listen to the Holy Spirit, and as you submit your life to him humbly, 
to allow him to reign so that you live as he taught you to live, so that you do what he taught you to do, and in so doing, you will live unleashed. So this is Jeremy. I got to sign off for today. Tomorrow, we'll be diving into Acts chapter 6. Tell a friend, share it with everyone you know so that this message can be spread and others will know about this new life, this new way of living. So, hey, I hope you have a great day. And as you go about your day, may you keep on living unleashed.